Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get podcasts. Welcome to NYC Now. Your source for local news in and around New York City from WNYC. It's Tuesday, November 7th. Here's the midday news from Lance Lucky. Mayor Adams is moving migrants out of city shelters to make room for more new arrivals, but it's unclear where the displaced migrants are going. About 8,500 migrants have reached the end of newly imposed limits on shelter stays, according to new city data. Of those, about 6,700 have left the system. The city didn't track where they ended up or if they're now sleeping on the street. An Adams spokesperson deflected blame, saying the city cannot continue to manage a national crisis almost entirely on its own. It is Election Day and polls are open until 9 p.m. Suffolk County is getting a new county executive for the first time in 12 years. Incumbent Democrat Steve Ballone can't run for re-election due to term limits. Larry Levy is the executive director of Hofstra University's National Center for Suburban Studies. He says political observers are looking closely at the Swing County as a potential bellwether for next year's presidential and congressional elections. So we're taking a look at what issues have been put out there. Uh, what the margins might be, uh, even it, it doesn't matter who necessarily wins or loses, but how close things might be beyond the norm. The county has trended Republican in recent years. Brookhaven Town Supervisor Edward Romaine is facing off against Democratic former state and federal prosecutor David Cologne. And remember, the city isn't picking up residential trash, recycling, or composting this election day. Trash and composting will be picked up tomorrow, and residents are being reminded to wait until tonight to put out the garbage bags and composting bins. If your recycling pickup is Tuesdays, you'll have to wait until next week for service to resume. 60 degrees now, becoming sunny this afternoon and near 68, rather breezy, 43 overnight. And sunny and much cooler tomorrow, only around 52 degrees. This is WNYC. On this week's On the Media, does the rise of X signal the fall of traditional right-wing outlets? You don't have to have this website and a link that people have to click on. You can just say stuff and you can get attention. You know, you don't need to be Breitbart to do that anymore. Also, what does decolonization really mean? On this week's On the Media from WNYC. Find On the Media wherever you get your podcasts. On WNYC, I'm Michael Hill. The summer concert series at Forest Hill Stadium has come and gone, but the surrounding neighborhood remains divided over whether the open-air stadium should continue hosting shows. WNYC's Ramsey Khalife has been following the strife and recently dove into the data to figure out which performers top the charts for noise complaints. Last month, I got an earful from Forest Hills residents who say they've had enough with the relentless noise echoing from Forest Hills Stadium. Take Christopher Duray, who played me the cell phone recording. Could be 10.30 in the morning, and all of a sudden, boom, 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 for like five or ten minutes. The complaints got me thinking, which performers are hardest on residents' ears? I compiled 311 noise complaint data since 2019 and compared it to who was playing that day. The chart-topping performer for noise complaints is... The early 2000s indie rock band The Yeah Yeah Yeahs. 
On October 1st of last year, 62 people filed noise complaints on that day. At number two, a two-day electronic music festival featuring major acts like Odessa and Sylvan Esso. On the second day of the show, residents filed 58 complaints. There were a total of 107 complaints on both days combined. For shows three, four, and five, they were either all-day festivals or nights with multiple artists on the bill. Some local residents have filed a lawsuit to end the concerts altogether. But not everyone is singing that tune. Nearby small businesses say foot traffic from the shows is vital to the local economy. The longer concert goers are in the neighborhood, the more money they make. I think that if they were not there, truthfully, I don't know how sustainable my business would be over the next five or ten years. That's Steve Elkin. He's the owner of Forest Hills Station House, a restaurant right by the neighborhood's LIRR stop. Others note the concerts bring people to the neighborhood for the first time. Leslie Brown, president of the Forest Hills Chamber of Commerce, says it would be a mistake to shut down the venue. And I think it would have fairly big impact on the revenue of the small businesses. You know, you have to figure that it's not just one night that people come. If they really like what they've experienced in Forest Hills, they're going to come back. The choice on whether to silence the stadium stage or let the music play will likely be decided in court. Ramzi Khalife, WNYC News. Thanks for listening. This is NYC Now from WNYC. Be sure to catch us every weekday, three times a day, for your top news headlines and occasional deep dives. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back this evening.